you like love? Are you a night owl? Then Late Night Love is a place for you. Since life is negative enough, here we discuss everything love. What we love, who we love, and why we love. So join us on Saturday nights at 11.30 p.m. Pacific Time. And please remember, love everybody. All right, and welcome back to Late Night Love. I am your host, James Just, over there at the director's chair. We've got the Lovey Mater. Good evening. And she actually has her own microphone tonight, so we get that's an improvement. We're slowly learning what the hell we're doing over here. <laughs> tonight, we've got a couple topics lined up. If um, Should we love social media so much? And why I think the answer is yes. And so we're going to talk about that. And then we've got a list of relationship quizzes. Compatibility questions. Compatibility. It's a, a compatibility quiz. All right. Me and the Lebinator are going to take a compatibility quiz. A, a compatibility quiz. Is <laughs> <laughs> that a Freudian slipper? What on that one? <laughs> So we're going to got the compatibility quiz, not compatibility quiz, but compatibility quiz, which should be fun, at least for one of us over here. Yay. <laughs> and of course, we've got the love line working. If someone should want to call in and have a question about love or want to talk about a lovely topic, we will happily have a gander. So to start, I was... Listening to, God, who was it? Tim Pool, maybe? I don't know. I guess it was Tim Pool. But it could have been somebody else who sounds like him because I wasn't actually paying that close of attention to what was on. I was working on one screen and YouTube was playing on the other. And, and so they were talking about the role social media is playing in uh, the modern, shall we say, social unrest, civil unrest, and how... Social media is responsible for all of us being angry at each other all the time. And I think that's a cop-out. I think it's just more of what is actually the cause of the problem as the blame shifting. Rather than focus inwards and find out what our problem is, we look for a simplistic external solution. Instead of going, okay, what am I doing wrong? What do I need to improve on myself? We say, it's just social media's fault. I don't have to take responsibility. And I think it's just blame shifting. Because here's the thing. If you understand social media and the way the algorithms work, you can't blame social media for the environment it creates for you. Because you create it. The social media algorithms are quite literally designed to feed you more of what you see. That's what they do. So if you are looking for something, if you are looking for negativity, social media will feed you more of it. If you are looking for positivity, social media will feed you more of it. If you're looking for beach vacations, social media will feed you more of it. It doesn't matter what you're looking for. Social media feeds you more of it. The key there is it feeds you what you want. 
that feeds you what you're looking for. Algorithms aren't responsible for what you click on. They're not responsible for what you search for. It's not responsible for where you spend your time. You are. So if you love yourself and you love your communities, look for more love on social media. And that's what you will get. So the point of that is, if all you see is negativity on social media, then that's what you've been asking for. That's what you click on, that's what you search for, and that's where you spend your time. Social media is not designed to give you things you don't pay attention to. It will occasionally throw things that you don't pay attention to your way to see how you respond to it. But if you don't click on it, if you don't click on the on the... The fluffy kitty story, it's not going to feed you fluffy kitty stories. If you don't click on the positive human interest stories, it's not going to feed you positive human interest stories. If you don't click on local news, it's not going to feed you local news. If you want to know more about what goes on in your government, local government, you click on things that are happening in your local government. And you will start seeing more and more of that. That's how the algorithms work. So here's a secret. If you're down and you're feeling in the dump and you just need to have some positivity kind of continually thrown your way, here's what you do. You go to your favorite search engine or two. It actually works better if you use two. So go to Google and go to Bing and search uh, Caribbean vacation and beachfront vacation and that kind of thing, right? So do a couple minutes searching there, then go to a couple different travel sites and just search for, you know, trips to Jamaica. Just kind of click around for a couple minutes, click on buttons and on trips to Jamaica. And here's what will happen for the next week. All the ads on your social media site will be for trips to Jamaica. And then you get to be seeing some nice beachfront vacations. That's the trick. It gives you what you want. It feeds you what you ask. And so, if you were like me, and have been clicking on and looking on a bunch of stories that have negative emotions attached to them, you can end up in a spiral of negative emotions because you're not clicking on the things that are positive. And I know in this modern world, things that are positive are difficult to find, except they're not. You can look across the table often and find the one you love. And how much more positive can you get than that? So, on that sappy note, setting up this contentious, combative relationship quiz. <laughs> do I get to start asking them now? Do you want to ask them or do you want me to ask them? No, no, no. They're ready. Here we go. <laughs> Let me. Oh, God, I'm in so much trouble. What is, okay. 
We'll start out with an easy one. What is the ideal number of calls a couple should exchange in a day? Let's take turns answering first. <laughs> okay, wait a minute. First, we have to ask, what do you define couple? Is it someone who lives 20 minutes apart or people who live in the same house? Well, let's just use, let's just say um, us. This uh, is a compatibility test. For us right now. Well, none. We're almost never apart except when someone's sleeping. Well, when we when we need to, we text. Now that's not true. When I go on vacations uh, at night, I text you. When I wake up, yeah, we but it's not. But we don't have. But we cannot judge other people. Judged by our relationship, it is not fair because we are weird. <laughs> <laughs> Which is why I'm asking the question this way because but we when, are very. When weird. we first got together, you you always made sure to tell me good morning and good night. Yeah. So during uh, the dating period, you should probably talk to each other at least once a day. At least if it's a, a courtship period, courtship period, not necessarily courtship dating period. period. Yeah. During the courtship period, you should probably at least talk to you at least once a day, maybe twice. Um. Now, once you become a established couple, you'll fall into your own rhythm, and it's not a. There's no correct answer the answer is what's correct for you or for your relationship some people need to talk to each other more than once a day other people don't right it's it is what it is we can go a couple of days when you're with your daughter up and without uh, actually talking yeah or it's just hey how you doing you just kind of check in make sure the other person's alive and Wait, it's kind no of we don't do phone calls when i'm up in oregon we text yeah and it, if we need unless to talk about if something, there's something you need to unless yeah, well, there's something we need to talk about, which is kind of what I do. That we've kind of fallen into my habit on that one. It's but it's but we can only do that because we trust each other that if there's anything needs to be talked about, we talk about it. Of course. And so if so, again, it goes back to it's such an individualized. For us, the answer is it depends. For most people, the answer is it again it depends. But in the Does. courtship period. In the so courtship period. In the courtship period, you're probably talking once or twice a day. Yeah. Yeah. If you're a serious courtship period. But again, even then, there's it depends on the person. Some people might be overly needy and, and you should probably maybe every other day. Okay. You know, two days out of three. Because you don't want to set a bad long term habit. But that again is so individualized. But so you know, everything's with an asterisk when it comes to love. <laughs> Everything with an asterisk. Yeah. Okay. Here's a here's an interesting one. Would you compromise your happiness for the success of the relationship? I feel that's a really loaded. I would compromise my happiness for <laughs> for a short period of time, but I mean not. Well, it depends. But, but long term, is that going to work? Would that work? Well, it depends fundamentally what you're what your individual goal is. If your individual goal is to have a happy relationship, then you're not actually sacrificing your happiness. You're choosing one type of happiness over another. Uh, That's a different question. Uh, Are you willing to choose, say, career happiness over family happiness? I'll do that any day of the week. Right. No, I mean, family happiness over, over career, career happiness. I said that backwards, but you know what I mean. Right. But other people will choose the other way around. And so, right, other people have to. A type A personality has to choose career. It happens every day. We see it. You don't have a choice. And so 
the other partner has to. So for us, it's which type of happiness are we talking about? Yes, I sacrifice my theoretical most happy for the good of the relationship because I know long term that will make me most happy. Mm-hmm. It's the delayed gratification, maybe, but mm-hmm. not really <laughs> because it's not actually delayed. Because it's trying to make the relationship happy is what makes me happy. happy. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's the journey. It's not the goal, destination. All kind, right. of, kind of zen kind of crap. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> so yeah. here's a tough one. What's okay? And I'm asking mm-hmm. your idea. What is your idea? You know, we do have a podcast we're doing, right, man? So we're of a romantic <laughs> vacation. My idea of a romantic vacation. I know what my idea is. I don't have an idea of a romantic vacation. I do a cruise. Come on. What the hell is romantic about a cruise? Midnight buffets. It's walks, just like prison on the water. Walks on the, <laughs> on the promenade. Sitting out there reading. Yeah, you can go exercise in the courtyard. It's frozen on the water. It's all cruising. Go, go watch a and show. The, and the food isn't even better than prison food. This isn't going to happen, is it? <laughs> <laughs> the chance of me locking myself in onto a cruise, no. Which is funny, though. If you want to take a vacation to the moon, you could put me in a rocket and I go to the moon, but get me on a boat and I wouldn't. But no, a trip to the moon is not a romantic vacation. I think it would be cool. I don't have, I don't know, I don't think of romance vacations. It's not my thing. No, I can think of a vacation I would like to do. There we go. Just kind of do me in a trailer and just kind of take Route 66. That's romantic. I don't know if it's romantic, but it's a nice vacation. Yeah. Okay, I got a really tough one. Yeah, this is prickly. No, I don't know. My specialty. I don't know if this is qualifies here. Oh, maybe I should read it first. Yeah, what would you define as cheating? What would I define as cheating? Mm-hmm. Can I define the fifth? Can you define <laughs> the fifth? <laughs> I think isn't this again? Doesn't it? Involve the couple? I mean, because different people have different sensibilities. Well, it, it, it is a modern world, right? And so if you have a modern relationship, there is very different solutions to, there are very different answers to that question. If you are a traditional couple, that's actually an easy question to answer. It's it's a physical, right? it's the physical cheating. It's the physical cheating. But, you know, what level does emotional cheating come in? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, if you if you're turning to comfort for some for emotional comfort to someone other than your spouse, is that cheating? Oh, jeez. Now, maybe there's uh, reasons for it. Maybe there's the cancer or something, and you can't turn to your spouse, and so there's exceptions to that. But that's what I mean. Is it? I don't know. It's it's an open question. And what time? Maybe there's a point where it is, and there's a point where it's not. And when does that line get crossed? <sighs> You know, it's right. You know, we need Doctor Ruth for that one. Really? 
okay we are not professionals here yeah i'm, the, yeah, I'm not a trained psychiatrist but, yeah uh, but i don't think it's actually a spot for a trained psychiatrist that was a spot for a trained there a trained couples therapist to get through their issues and figure out exactly what each person wants out of their, uh-huh. their relationship so some people can be perfectly happy in, in open relationships or or not it's the couple has to have the same perspective and view on life and they have to grow together because you can start with the same perspective and view and 10 years later have grown to someplace else and if you've grown differently what used to work wasn't and the relationship may no longer work or it could go stronger right we've anybody can watch and see you see both happens now most often the times and that kind of thing you grow separately because it's very difficult and half the marriages end in divorce anyway and even more than half end in unhappiness whether they're divorced or not <laughs> so you know it's it's not an easy thing nah. but the thing is we actually have a much higher standard for marriage that today than we did in the past which is i think something we don't actually acknowledge how so? Well, in the times past, um, love in a marriage was secondary, a luxury. It was, can your partner help keep the home alive? Can it help keep you fed? Can it help keep your your line, your bloodline alive? Can it help your family? Love? Shit. Even... Even amongst the average person, it wasn't about love. It was, can I live with this person and can we help each other not die? <laughs> That's the way most marriages work. You know, we have this bizarre view on what happens in, in marriages of the past. We look back and we see, you know, the arranged marriages of the aristocrat, aristocrats. And we think that's how marriages work. But we've talked about this before, right? We've talked about these, that marriages really were you would find someone you could let you could stand and you could work with and you told the community you were married and you were lived together and that was it that's all you had to do to get married and when you wanted to get divorced you just screw you i'm going to live with my mother right that's how it worked back then you didn't need to have marriage licenses and approval from things you just started to live together and lived in being married and told somebody that was quite literally the common law marriage and we've now because the middle class essentially wanted to act like the aristocrat when we developed the middle class they wanted to copy some things of the upper class and marriage the ceremony was one of those things it's a nice thing right it's a nice emotional day when you have the luxury of doing it for love it's a nice emotional day and now it's grown into its own cottage industry that just sucks the freaking lifeblood out of young couples. The whole marriage industry, destination weddings, which is all great if, you, if you're both in working tech in San Francisco and are making 200K a year plus stock options. But we've set these things up for these poor kids who are, you know, who are... Uh, clerks at Winco or whatever and they try to have those kind of big weddings and it just doesn't work. You end up in debt. Buying diamonds that you shouldn't be buying. 
you know? Yeah, but we're, we're not young. We're not trying to start out. And we didn't spend a lot of money. It flashed my brain. This yeah. was 75% off. Yeah, yeah, but what they don't say is they're marked up 75%. So you're actually getting it at about what it should sell. <laughs> that's, the, that's the rub. <laughs> That's the problem with the whole diamond industry. It's it's it's, it's a phony marketplace. The only reason they can sell them for seventy five percent off is because they're marked up. But you know, but people are willing to buy it. So how much can you complain? You know, it's their money. I just wish they saved that ten grand and spend it somewhere else, or not spend it. You know. Start life off a little. But that's only because I screwed up when I was young, and so I don't like seeing other people start off being dumber than I was. That's just, <laughs> I was stupid. So, <laughs> okay, what's next? Before we get all morose. I love this one. Oh, God. <laughs> I can't wait. Would you ever say sorry to me, even if it's not your fault? Oh, I do all the time. Well, I don't know if all the time means matters, but yeah. Because it's not about fault. Unless you've actually done something. It doesn't, it's necessarily about fault, right? The life isn't always about blame. It's... You know, I'm sorry there's a misunderstanding. I'm sorry there's a... Yeah. I'm sorry I didn't... You know, you know. I'm sorry. Circumstances didn't match up, and whatever. It's not necessarily my fault. It's just, you know. Hey, what is it? We were watching Red Green on his thing about sorry the other day. If you ever guys want to find something interesting, Google the wisdom of Red Green. And those are those are good ones. He's got good ones in there. He's got this thing about sorry. He says, uh, marriage. What did he say? A marriage that doesn't say you're sorry is, is a marriage where all you are is sorry or something like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know that's not what you wanted to hear. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, a good marriage is built on the word sorry, right? That's essentially what was his, his, his comment was a good marriage, a good relationship is built on the ability to say you're sorry and the ability to apologize. What is he says? Yes, she said, she said, uh, he said his. His wife Bernice was sorry she bought him that ugly ass sweater that she bought for Christmas that he was never going to wear. And then he was sorry for using it for cleaning up the oil spill. <laughs> See, <laughs> you know, <it> was... <laughs> so, yeah, you have to say you're sorry, even if it's not necessarily your fault, because otherwise you get stuck. Sorry is like a band aid that so you the wound can heal and then you come back to it. Oh, right, hey, look. There's no more wounds. Sweet. Good analogy. Are you friends with any of your exes? Well, luckily I don't have that many exes, but I'm friendly with everybody. Now, whether it's a good idea to be friends with your exes is another question. Sometimes you can't. And it's not even necessarily about whether you one or both of you are toxic. It's just because... For whatever reason, there's too many strings, emotional strings, and it's not good emotionally. 
sometimes the person is toxic and you shouldn't have any time with them. But, you know, it's, you know, sometimes it's just, you don't want your head to have to keep going there. Right. But again, it's so much of this is such a personal, such as the people involved and whether you can get past all the pain you create cause for each other because no one can hurt you like you know the people who love you the most right and most relationships ends because somebody felt betrayed on some level even if it's not cheating or whatever there's some kind of emotional betrayal or you weren't who you thought they were or whatever it is so it's a tough thing now, I don't think it's probably a good idea to go bowling with him every Tuesday. It's probably not a great idea. Just sorry. But you know, you'd always be friendly with people if it's possible. Do you think celebrating Valentine's Day is corny? I think celebrating Valentine's Day is purely commercial at this stage. I don't know about corny. I, mean, I suppose it is, but it's commercial. You're not one celebrating the actual Valentine's Day anymore. They're buying chocolates and going to dinner. It's not the same thing. It's essentially virtue signaling love now. You can't virtue signal love on a day. Love comes every day. If you have to express your love on Valentine's Day, you're doing something wrong. Now, doesn't mean you can't do something nice on Valentine's Day because it's nice, but if you can't miss a Valentine's Day and not feel still feel fulfilled, right? If you miss a Valentine's Day and don't feel fulfilled, then you've got bigger problems. Valentine's Day shouldn't be that big of a thing in your relationship. You should be able to celebrate it two days before or two days after or whatever that and have still have it mean the same thing. This is essentially what I'm saying. Yeah. Okay. The day itself shouldn't be uh, shouldn't be the focus. True. Okay, here's a loaded question. Uh oh. Can you avoid flirting with someone attractive? Oh, if someone attractive flirts with you when I'm not around. I don't even know when people are flirting with me, so that's an easy one to avoid. I have to be told when people are flirting with me. <laughs> You're just oblivious. <laughs> How I'm doing my first run in a love thing, I don't understand because apparently I have no freaking clue what when people are flirting with me. She was playing with her hair and leaning into your face to talk to you. I don't know what that means. (laughs) (laughs) I just had... You're like speaking French or something. I just don't understand what that's supposed to mean. I really don't. I, I, it's amazing I've had children. It's, it's, it's really weird. You need a sign. You need a sign. Apparently some of them know how to hold up a sign. So. Yeah. Those who are smart enough to figure out how to hold up a sign catch me, I guess. 
I get the smart one. <laughs> oh, here's a good one. If I told you to jump off a tall cliff and tell you that you'll land safely because there's a net you can't see yet, would you blindly trust me and jump? I'm sorry, darling, but I would not. Fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> How stupid do I look? I know I'm worth more dead than alive. I ain't jumping off of a goddamn cliff. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> now I'm in trouble. <laughs> like I said, this is a combative quiz. <laughs> Do you have to know all my friends? Oh, God, hope not. <laughs> I have great friends. I'm sure you do. <laughs> I don't feel the need to know all your friends. I don't have that many. And they're all political friends at this point. But I mean, yeah. you know, other than say, hey, how are you? How you guys have a good time? You know, how are you doing? Well, most of my friends actually, uh, sadly enough, are on the internet these days because because of the way right. my life has worked. You spend as a homebody for a number of years, you know, unable to leave the house. You end up having all your friends being remote. Yes. And, you know, I got a, a few friends, but they're all mostly political now. So, you know, it's it's how friendly are your political friends? A few of them might not a friend. I'd say past political friends, but political friends are political friends. Yes, they are. But we got our, you know, we love Brandon like a son, even though he's actually he's about that age too. He's young enough to Is be a he? son. Yeah, he just graduated college. I just think he's just a wonderful young man. <laughs> I just enjoy working with him so much. Yeah. So you know, there's, yeah. So anyway. You ready for the next question? Yeah. Do you think past relationship secrets should always be kept hidden? My relation, my secrets from my past relationship are none of your business. You don't have a right to tell other people's stories. Now, there's a caveat. You do have a right to tell yours. And so sometimes those that rights infringe on each other and you have to be very careful how and who you tell them to but for the most part <laughs> unless there is an actual genuine reason to you know well if there would be a genuine reason of course i would yeah but because you know there might be some trauma related to something some ptsd trauma exactly and you have to that's, tell the story that's no what i was can, thinking about and you can there's no way you can tell that story without telling some you know there is that kind of thing but for the most part, no, secrets are secrets. You know, it's like the schoolyard. No, man, you don't tell your buddy's secret. Well, that leads us into the next question. But do you think confessions make a relationship stronger? Confessions for what? Like like earlier, like when, hey, I didn't talk to you about this thing for a couple of days, even though I told talked to my campaign manager and your daughter about it before you did. Are you... You tell was me. That a, well, you, was that a was that a confession or not? See, that's the question. If that's a confession, then the answer is yes. 
If that's not a confession, then the answer is, well, no, oh, okay. you should Well, yeah, I guess it was a confession of sorts. I mean, it wasn't a sin or anything, but... Well, no. But I guess technically I wasn't being my best self, and so... Well, you're not, you're not feeling well. <coughs> well... Yeah, but you know that's why we love each other, right? And that's how love is expressed: is that you don't judge people based upon their worst days, you know, not worst days, and you judge people on the grand scale, so to speak. And you talk to me when the time is right. Yeah, and there was, and we're not talking like huge lengths of time here. We're talking, I talked to Brandon yesterday, to the other day. <coughs> and, and it, they both just came up in conversations just because, you know, campaign manager has to know something. And I was <coughs> talking to him about things he needs to know. And my stupid ass just blurts things out. <laughs> <laughs> And then the same thing with Tierra. I just we were just talking, right? And I said, "Yeah, I'm waiting for your mom to wake up so we can talk about this thing." Oh, what do you guys need to talk about? So here we go. Yeah. And so I guess. So if that's a confession, then yes, those type of confessions, even though it's not even technically a sin, because you know. But some people would. Some people would be highly offended that I had talked to my campaign manager about some minor or my stomach daughter issues, about some stomach issues. Minor stomach issues. Nobody minor worries. stomach issues. Not, yeah, nothing <coughs> serious. Yeah, yeah. Not, not, we're, it's just I'm very open to with the people who these type of things impact, and so I talk to them about it before it becomes serious, so they know to be aware. Because we all love each other over here. We do try to practice what we preach. We really do. Yes, we do. Yeah, you know, we try to love ourselves and those around us. And you do that by maintaining open and honest communication. Doesn't mean it's perfect. We're freaking humans. I think we do really well. Yeah. We don't well, because we don't maintain perfect as the standard. Hey, did you try the best you can? Yes. Yes. Well, then okay, there you go. There you go. Thank you. Appreciate the effort. How can you how can you expect more than the best you can do? Now, again, asterisks next to everything. There's massive failures, and uh, you didn't do the best you can do. Well, so. some days I'm better than others. I didn't mean you. I meant general people. You know, so did I. There's some failures are bigger than other failures. Some didn't try hard enough. Some best you can do are not really best you can do. But that's the difference between love and pretend. Yeah, that's the best difference between love and pretend. Are you ready for the love? Next tries question? pretend doesn't. Yes. Okay. This is this is kind of an interesting one. Oh, good lord. Is it fine for a partner to use the toilet with the door open? I say no. I 
as I get older, this is going to sound strange. I'm, I'm loosening my, my things on that. I used to like you always close and lock the door, but now I've become older with bad knees, bad back and a bad neck. I'm going, man, I don't even necessarily, not only do I not want to lock the door when I go to the bathroom, I'm not entirely sure I want to close it, but we've got a little kid running around. So we kind of have to, but the little grandson running around, but if you're just you two, eh, depends on what your business is, I suppose. There's times when you close the freaking door and right. There's things a little bit of decorum here. Yeah, there's things no one else needs to know about. But yeah, it's, it becomes an issue when you get older and yeah, and I'm not even old that yet. I'm just broken. Just put it down. Uh, yeah. <coughs> but that's just me being old, broken, and overly worrisome. But no, as a general rule of thumb, show some decorum, man. Close the goddamn door. If you're, that you. worried, if you're that worried, lock it. Don't lock it. Okay. What are some annoying habits of other couples that irritate you the most? And I already know one. Well, I don't know about other couples, but I know we would irritate the crap out of <laughs> other couples. Because <laughs> we're overly courteous, I don't think that's an annoying habit. We're courteous to each other to the point where it's gross. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> such a bad thing. It is a few other people are watching. It's great for us. <laughs> but if you were someone else, like in a park, listening to us, you're like, oh, gag me, please. <laughs> oh, does that mean it's okay for us to dress as twins? No, we cannot dress as twins. Okay, that's what annoys me that other couples do when we match dressing. Deliberately match dressing. Not like they accidentally wore in the same color shirt. I could make us shirts. You can make us get split up. <laughs> you wouldn't do it just one time? Only if I get the real purple tux. <laughs> you and your purple tux. I'm going to get the real purple tux one of these days. It might be the day you put me in a burner to fry me, but I'll get to wear a purple tux one of these days. Well, I'll have to remember that. All right. Now, this is an interesting question. In a relationship, what would make you feel happier, sharing or sacrificing? That's just an interesting question. What's the difference? That's an interesting answer. Explain. I just don't, when you talk about it, when it's in your relationship, it becomes a left pocket, right pocket argument. And so I don't understand what the difference is between sharing and sacrificing. If if I have a, a hundred bucks in my pocket and I give you 50, am I sacrificing $50 or am I sharing $50? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It's a mindset. Ah. It's the mindset it is, is what it is. So in a sense, I would view everything as sharing. Mm-hmm. Right, because I'm not sacrificing anything. I'm not losing anything. Mm-hmm. In order, if you sacrifice, you have to lose something. Mm-hmm. I don't lose anything in a relationship. I gain. I get more out of it's 
like a sum is greater than its parts. And yes. something is worth more than the sum of its parts. Yes. Yeah. If it's working right. If it's not, you're losing something, then you're sacrificing. So if mindset, you know, from the mental perspective, if you are sacrificing, you're losing something and you're doing something wrong in your relationship. You're viewing it wrong. I, quite frankly, I don't even like the thing of sharing because even that involves that you're giving something rather than something just being. But I suppose it's hard for individuals when we do things as individuals to not view as something that's currently in my possession is not mine, is our, is not our. You still struggle with that sometimes. I do sometimes. Some things are mine. Yeah. Yeah, but some things are, but even things that we view as as communal, like say the communal bank account. Yeah. Communal money. We don't view money as or yours or mine. It's ours. Yeah. But even still. But we manage it separately. Kinda. Kinda. Not really. It appears to be managed separately, but it's really not. If you actually took a step back and looked at how we actually manage it, it's not managed separately. Well, at the all. budget isn't. No, we manage the budget together. Yeah, we don't manage our it's every. Those are left pocket, right pocket arguments. We all to say all comes from the same pair. It of pants. all comes. From, yes. Yes, it's all yeah. true. There's the same pair of pants. Yes. Yeah. We don't. We only have the one pair of pants. You may control one pocket, I may control another, but it's all the same pair of pants. pants yeah. And if one pocket needs more money, we just move it. Yeah. Well, if we have it, because, yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> <If we had laughs> <it. laughs> okay, would you lie to make me happy, and where would you draw the line? I would be disappointed. Because well, eventually lies are found out. Well, one, you have to define lies, but two, lies never make you happy. No. No. Now, you may pick and choose. What is it? Red, red, back to red green. Pick and choose the truth you tell at the time. <laughs> now, again, at the time, because there's, because you're always going to have to, if there's, if there's something you're not telling, there's a reason you're not saying it, which means it has to be said at some point. It's just at that moment is not the time, <laughs> right? There are moments in time that this is really not a good time to dump on somebody else's head right now, right? You're just going to have to wait 48 hours because, you know, they're not in a good space or, you know, they've got too much on them. They're freaking taking a SAT tomorrow and you really don't want to stress them out on something else right now, right? The world ain't going to end if I wait 24 hours to tell them this, right? That kind of thing. That's not lying. That's just being conscious of love. That's actually loving somebody, delaying. But the key is you actually have to follow through and have the conversation <laughs> in order for it not to be a lie. If you tell yourself, oh, I'm going to have the conversation later and then deliberately never have later, that's then you just lied. You didn't just lie to the person, you lied to yourself, and that's even worse. 
Because now you can't even be honest with yourself. And that's corrosive. That'll lead everybody alive. Because you can't be honest with the world if you can't be honest with yourself. It's a hard lesson to learn, trust me, I know. I don't feel the need to lie. I can be my authentic self yeah. and everything's going to be fine. Now, sometimes it doesn't feel like it's going to be fine. Sometimes I feel like, okay, this is going to be it. He's just going to walk away. This is going to... Well, we have 15 minutes. Do you want to talk about the Doom Brain thing? Sure. I have, well, I have... A... Well, do you want me to talk? Want, yeah, I can, go I can, ahead. I can do the you, can, you can probably... I, I can do it quicker. Yeah, 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 yeah. I am versed in TV talk and talking on TV. Um, Christina is bipolar. And so she has what we call doom brain. Is her initial reaction, If um, please correct me if I'm wrong, the initial reaction to almost everything is the world is going to freaking end, essentially. Right? The worst, it's gonna, it's, it, the worst possible scenario is going to happen out of it. This is, this is just going to fall to shit. Yeah. yeah. Everything, everything's going to be bad. The worst possible outcome is you stares me in the face. Every it doesn't you cooking toast, it's gonna get burnt to the crisp on your bad days, right? On my bad days, uh, on the bad days, you're not just gonna burn toast to the crisp, it's gonna burn the whole freaking it's house gonna in. burn the whole freaking house down. I have to stand <laughs> in the kitchen and while my toast toasts, I gotta watch it, yeah, and so. I put out my cigarettes. I got to check him every time. This is all the way put out. You know, because I'm going to burn down the house. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, you know, somebody comes in the house. Oh, my God. You know, somebody's here. Something's going to. I've actually forgot where we started. What was, where was the point of the whole conversation? Um... <laughs> there was a reason we were talking about your doom brain. Uh, did I say, where would you lie to make me happy? I completely forgot what the hell we were talking about, why we were talking, why the conversation about your doom. There was a reason we brought up doom brain. There was a reason we brought up doom brain. And I don't remember why. God, we shouldn't smoke a giant halfway through this. We shouldn't. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, but. Oh well, no! We were talking. We were talking about why it's easier to not lie. Easier not lie. Why it's easier not lying because. Because for you, if you if you lie, it, it's you have that whole doom brain kicks in because you get to remember lies and, and, and so, oh my god, and it becomes all that and so, and because we don't have any reason to lie, I don't have any reason to lie. I would be <laughs> lying to you. That that would be that would be forsaking a, a foundation of our relation relationship, which is honesty, you know. So now I have put you off for yeah. a while. I don't want to talk about it. Yeah. Well, that's <laughs> not the same. Again, we just kind of just, you know, I can't. No one, it no right one, now. no one wants to ask. No one asked you. You know, yeah, that's yeah, a there's, good one. There's times I can't discuss that right now. Yes. Or you know what? I really don't want to talk about that particular issue. Right. And here's why. Not, s- we you know, we always say we. If we do that, we always say why. I can't talk about that right I'm now. I'm work. I'm still working. I'm working on it. I'm still working on that one. But it's simply, in terms of an actual genuine lie, there's no point. 
there's no point. There's no point. And that's kind of one of the, I, I hate talking politics here, but that's what I'm trying to do in my campaign as well, is I'm being brutally honest in my campaign as mm -hmm. a politician. Mm -hmm. And I, I don't mm -hmm. think people know what to do about it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> to be honest, I don't know big people know what to do. Well, it's it's not the norm, babe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, but it's that brutal honesty is it's the brutal transparency. Now in politics it's brutal, but in a relationship it's actually very loving. Yes. It's because it's easy to do. I, I, even though I have my doom brain, I would rather go through that uncomfortable moment, work through it, and just say, shut up for a minute. We'll just see what he has to say. He's always been reasonable in the past. Let's see what he does this time. <laughs> yeah, you have that logic. The logic, that's what we were getting at, talking about the, the doom brain. You got the doom brain, but it's got this other side that's the logic part of that. And so, if you constantly feed the logic part, then it's strong enough to not be overpowered by the doom brain. Yeah. And so because we have a long history of continually feeding the logic, the honest, the honest part, when you have a difficult situation to come up with, then you it's able to go, no, listen, Mr. Doom Brain. Or Mrs. Doom Brain. <laughs> or some who knows? It's it's bipolar Mrs. Doom, Mrs. Doom Brain. You never know. <laughs> <laughs> who knows maybe it's two of them in there who the hell knows who the hell cares oh god <laughs> sorry <laughs> I'll be thinking about that <laughs> alright listen doom brain over here um, you're wrong often <laughs> you have a nice little habit of being completely wrong that occasion where you're right doesn't justify the 99% of the time you're wrong. <laughs> right? That, that was four times in my life or you know, you've had a kind of a tragic life. The half does the dozen times in your life where your doom brain has been right doesn't count the thousands and thousands of times where it's been wrong. And because we have had a long history, 10 years now almost, of brutal honesty almost, if you want to call it that. Mm -hmm. It works because we don't have to feed that. I have the same thing with my anxiety disorder, right? That's mm -hmm. the reason it took me so long to talk to you because it's the most dangerous conversation to have. I can talk to Brandon. He's just, he's my campaign manager. He's my friend, but he can't fundamentally hurt me. Tiara, I love her to death. She's like my daughter. I don't feel any different, but she can't hurt me. You rejecting me can hurt me. Now, there's no logic. The logic part of me knows she's not going to reject me. That's stupid. <laughs> right? But when I'm pinging high on anxiety anyway, just like the doom brain, when your doom brain's running high on anxiety anyway, you're not thinking you're, by definition, not processing that type of information properly. You can process the rest of your data information properly, right? You can process the news. You can strategize politically. You can still do all that. But that personal relationship processing becomes the thing that becomes screwy. Because that's the thing that can hurt you. I just lose the election. What the hell? That was going to happen anyway, right? There's no, da there's no danger there. 
the danger in that is failing the team. It's not it's not losing the election. There's a difference. Losing an election is happening. You know, half the people lose. Well, more than half the people lose. But it's a two person election. Half one some one of us is gonna lose. So at best it's fifty fifty shot. And we know that it's sure in the hell isn't fifty fifty shot. We've got no money, no name recognition, and no party to speak of behind us. Well, it's we do have a party behind us, but they're not very good at this. I love them to death, man. But we're honest here, right? Because and we're honest because we love them. Love them to death. All right, we got like five minutes. What else you got? Here's the interesting. How do you vent out your frustrations in the relationships? Isn't that a loaded question? I don't. I don't. Do we vent? I don't think we let it build to frustration. We don't. We used to let it build to frustration, but I yes, think we, we did. I, I yeah, we, we we did. The only time it comes out as frustration is is those rare occasions when we're both having really bad days at the same time. We can handle if one of us is having a bad day. It doesn't nothing. There's no problem. Right. Both the only time we ever have any problems is when we're both of us are having a bad day. When I'm having a high anxiety day. And when you're having a a, a bad doom brain day or, or, or a depression day or whatever that is, that's when we have problems. But that's only because we're actually, again, it goes back to that brutal honesty thing. That builds a strong foundation. And so we don't have the same struggles that people who haven't taken the time to build a strong foundation. It also helps that I can t- I can look at you in the eye and say you're really pissing me off. <laughs> and you laugh at me. Well, that's because you're not. It's not true at the moment. It's not true at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> and I know it's okay. I can have that yeah. feeling. I can be mad. Sometimes we're going to be mad at each other. I'm surprised you're not mad at me more often, to be honest. <laughs> Sometimes I'm kind of amazed. <laughs> well, I'm fundamentally 12. I'd be pissed <laughs> if I was a mature adult. So, well, the tie tossing was really borderline. <laughs> you were going to no, it was not hilarious. You went on too far throwing a wad of ties at me. It was ties. <laughs> it was hilarious. It went on too long. Okay, it was funny to me. <laughs> yes, I know you had a good time. And it wasn't putting them away. They were your problem. Well, that's the only reason I kept throwing them. If you would have just, I would have picked them up. And that's why. So, so then you get going, oh, I'm going to put away. So I go, God damn it. I'm going to throw them. Again, son of a bitch. <laughs> I don't you think do, I kept them. I think I y- yes, I know. Why can I don't wear ties? I've got one tie and it's a zipper tie. So I have a real freaking tie. Mm. Actually, I need another one. I got to go. Get- do we have time for one more question? Uh, we can do however many questions we want. If we went to, well, I know this one because we discussed this. If we went to a store to buy a couch and both of us like different couches, would you still go with my kid? What? 
Okay, I got a loaded one. We take a third couch. I got a loaded one for you. Yeah, we wouldn't take a couch. If we it, this is couch, not a loaded. This is not an actual question. This oh, is God. this is like I can't believe. I can't believe you're going to ask this at the end of the show. Okay. I can't believe they put this on here. Okay. You're actually going to ask somebody this. <laughs> okay, okay. So this is actually you're not actually technically asking the question. You're asking my opinion the, on why the, the fuck they put this in a question. Okay, right. All right. In an argument, whose side would you take, me or your mother? Why? Why? Why is that question on this? Why would you ask somebody put them in that kind of position? Well, doesn't the question of who's actually correct it may have anything to do with it? That's what Martin said. <laughs> I'm coming from an emotional point of view. Oh my God, you're uh, gonna ask I mean, you somebody might be arguing over a flat Earth or something, and you know, it's, 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 <laughs> sorry, dear, if you think the Earth is flat, I'm going, Mom. I'm just saying, <laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> Why would you ask to be chosen between you and yeah, your that's mother? A, that's oh my a, God, that's, that's not a. That, like I said, that's a combat question. Combat, that's a combat question. That's what that combat is. <laughs> Relationship combat question. That's what that one is. <laughs> well, we have many more. We have, uh, we went through about half of them. I will go through some more next week. All right. <laughs> that was. <laughs> The combat quiz. Okay. So, if oh, man, I didn't create the banner today to put. You didn't go through our checklist. Oh, no. I did put up the love line, but you know what I didn't put up was the late night love. I'll just go to Facebook and late night love or hit late the like love. and subscribe yeah. button if you guys want to follow this and see more. If you guys want us to do more of these, Woo. or comment on us and tell us, you know, what you want to talk about, what you'd like us here to discuss, yes, in, in the future, because you know, we always know these early YouTube videos. You're always kind of talking along and learning how to do things. I was actually watching YouTube videos and how to crush it and all this, how to make me start a YouTube channel and all these kind of things. And, and it's like start before you're ready. All right, sweet. We know we've got step one done. <laughs> we accomplished the step. We did the first thing. The first thing you're supposed to do, we already did. We started before we were ready. So now we got to figure out what step to it. I didn't go any farther than that. I ain't got time, man. I'm trying to run a campaign. I'm trying to change the world over If I can't do it in politics, I'm going to do it through love. So for all of you, thank you for joining us. Catch us at 11.30 p.m. on Facebook or YouTube. You can catch us on the podcast networks, Late Night Love on the podcast networks. I believe we're actually on iTunes now and Spotify and uh, all the various. You can go to Anchor FM slash Late Night Love, I believe, is the address. You can just search it for the podcast. Leave us a, a message. I should have put all that in there. You allowed us to forget the banner, Mr. Rector. And I believe that we are out of here. So please remember to love everybody. Um, and 
hit the like, subscribe, send us comments, uh, join the Facebook page if you want to have some more commentary about love. Good night and uh, love everybody.